Hello everyone and welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. It's our last podcast for this year, boys, and it's a big show. There's going to be an announcement tonight of the Funky Baz and Face, our second team of the year. Welcome, boys. Welcome. Good to be here. Very good to be here. Let's jump in front of you then, Face. You're right. That's right. Right. It's, it's it's a bit late. We're kicking off late. But I think that we're ready to go for a crescendo for the last one of the year. We I should. Lo- I love his pronunciation of words. Crescendo, what most people would say. But Funky Babs, great to be here tonight in your joint funk. Because we're announcing the uh, brothers and sisters team of the year, we should be dressed up in it. Should, we should be in our suits. But we're not. We're uh, not. <laughs> um, Baz is far from dress that right now. Very ordinary. But um, I tell you what, speaking of dressing up, Baz is going to be doing some dressing up this weekend. Well, got a big wedding this week, boys. Big wedding. I hired the tuxedo for uh, nice. this Sunday night. I'm at Ferrari MC. menswear? No, at Jenny and Jerry's. Oh, uh, gee, that's unusual. <laughs> Where else do you hire a tuxedo in Adelaide? <laughs> yeah, no, there's not, not a lot of places, but uh, they looked after me very well. I look very, very nice, boys, with my bow tie. I'm the MC at Kenty and Katie's wedding uh, this week. So I've been rehearsing and practicing and rehearsing and practicing. So we'll see how we go. Have you got an insight? What's the difference between rehearsing and practicing? I've got no idea. <laughs> just sounds like I'm doing a lot of work. Yeah. But, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Should be a great day. Got 190 people going. Now I've just got something for you, mate. Yes. By the way. Yeah. Okay. Kenty might be listening to this, so this could this mm. could be insight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or, now, what would you give? Because they're asking for cash. This is a good, good. Yeah. Yeah. What would you What would you say is a fair dollars? Being generous, I'm a generous sort of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to you know pay my way. What would you say is a generous sort of hang on, sum? Hang on. Let's not jeopardise this conversation here. We should do it on three, two, one. So we determine. Okay. Let's yeah. do it on three, two, one yeah. on what you would. Put in to an envelope for Kenzie and Katie. Kenzie's a great bloke. Yeah. You know? All right. So this is what I. What, okay. Three. Funky doesn't know Kenzie though. So no, that doesn't, no, doesn't matter. matter. What, <laughs> Mate, you would go to I'm not wedding. going to the wedding, but I have been right, to weddings. Okay. Yep. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Three hundred. What did he say? He said one hundred and fifty dollars. And I tell you what, Kenzie, if you're listening to this, mate, this is why you didn't invite Face to your wedding because one fifty. Are you serious? It might be a little bit short. <laughs> Kenji is a ripping fella, and I'm sure he's 150 bucks. So it's interesting. We've gone 300. Yeah, yeah. 300 each. Yeah. 300. Oh, 300 is what you would put in in the envelope. So Kenji, if you if you see less than that, mate. Uh, <laughs> 300, that's, that's barely a break even for a... Well, maybe um, Kenny thinks it's a bit short. Mm. We'll see what he thinks of that. But uh, face, 150. That's that is a, disgraceful. Well, That's like you yeah. haven't progressed from the 21st. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy all these Funky Bears Face t-shirts and then uh, they're just sitting in my closet not getting used. So. When's your next wedding coming up, mate? Oh, I haven't been invited for that. <laughs> I think we've anyway, got around. Anyway. If obviously between for two, that's for seventy five dollars per person. You're probably expecting a, a um, schnitzel at the Smithfield Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. Be interesting to see. Perhaps Kenty can let us know. Mm. So we're going to talk about our followers for the final week uh, for the year. Our grand final wrap up. Gee, it was disappointing, wasn't it? But oh. at the end of the day, it's still a grand final. Um, Power from Port, he uh, got tickets there. He was still pumped up. He loved it, yeah, so that was good. His dad, fantastic. The team of the year, and I checked with you boys this week, 
and I just wanted to see what sort of last year I did it by myself and it was a good to just release the names and you got to critique and tell me who I left out and the ones that um, were in and I checked with you this week you're happy for me as the um, so-called you're the captain. You're the captain. Though. You of the know, funky basil face. Yeah. So-called um, captain. He knows he's the You've captain. let me. So this is all down to me. Yeah. Uh, face has put a list of candidates. So you have had some names. say yep. in there. Yeah, um, some lucky people to miss out. But yeah. there's only 22 spots. Tell you what, if a few of my favourites don't get in, I'll be, I'll be looking to... Uh, Change a few things. So let's just see what happens, and we'll. Uh... There is actually twenty three spots actually, so that's a bit of a reveal. There was twenty. Wow. Uh, I think there was about twenty two. I think I've, got I've next... actually promised a couple of people that they're in this team. So I've got one in particular that I'm well, pretty hopeful is in there. I, I how can, can you how can you promise, mate? I will do a reveal. <laughs> I will do a reveal. We have in the Funky Baz and Face Team of the Year five dual Ooh, Team five of the Year dual. Rep- Representatives wow. five. That's a big honour. Five is low. Uh, we have five seventeen <laughs> new. Yes. We have a new captain. Yes. And we have a new vice captain. Oh, brilliant! Right. Very good. So forward I'm looking funky. forward to the unveiling. It should be uh, should be very good. Who's our followers face? Well, boys, 143 followers over the last couple of weeks. Didn't get to talk about the followers last week because um, Daniel Healy was here, which is fantastic chat in the hills um, about his career. So I'll go through a couple, um, and there's one I want to pay attention to. Um, researched him a little bit today, um, just during my work hours. So uh, to Rue Lives Again, his bio, he says he's a degenerate gambler, a mad crow supporter, joined the Revolution, and I thought, if that doesn't sound like our man Baz, then I don't know what. So I'm not sure you've got a burner account, Baz, but uh, he's uh, at Finn Blake. He's from Maguire Media, if you don't mind. So Triple M Hot Breakfast. Sunday Footy Show and Footy Classified, so welcome to Finn. Uh, Matthew Dale, he's a local Diamonds camera and video man. So I guess if you're in any need of a camera advice, go see Potential sponsor Matt. for season three. I'm sure he'll give you a mention Funky Bass face. I'm sure yeah. he'll give you a 15% off or something yeah, like that. He'll go, who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ricky Modra, his dream job is to be an AFL list manager. And I think there might be a spot up for grabs locally if he pushes yes. his case very shortly. Uh just going to riddle some names off. Christy Slater, Triple J, Brenton Haynes, V-Man, David Millets, the Brad Fitz, who said he's a suffering Adelaide Crow supporter. Just, David just, Millets. Now, David Millets, is that not the uh, that, is, that I yes, played? Yes, that was, was my question. He was a silky smooth midfielder, New Yorker, then played at Centrals. A uh, good he, cricketer too. Very good cricketer, but yeah, excellent footballer. Not sure sort of what he did. Later on in his sort of mid to late twenties, but as a junior, he was a gun. What was his and Central's David Millets. Millie. Millie. <laughs> <laughs> Not too complicated to come up yeah. with that one. No. Um, so Millie, if you want to update us on uh, what you did post uh, playing with Baz, then uh, mm. uh, tweet us in, mate. Um, yes. uh, this guy called the Brad Fitz, suffering Adelaide Crow supporter. He says in his bio that he's a one-time winning harness racing driver. So. You know our history with harness racing, with uh, Brizey and following uh, a lot of donkeys. I'm not sure if that means he raced for 10 years and only won one, or if he's won race, one win. So uh, Brad, maybe let us know. There's the, the last one. His name is Mike Newbound, uh, who's followed us in the last couple of weeks. Uh, he's a retired racket stringer. And I, I thought, and he talks about um, six Grand Slams, six Davis Cups, and I, I thought, this rings a bell, this name 
So I researched him and there's this article on Tennis SA. He retired in 2016, but he did this Australian Hardcore Championships for 28 years, did the Rio International, World Tennis Challenge for eight years, Australian Open six times, Wimbledon twice, Australian Davis Cup team six times. Um, and he's the racket stringer for all the players. So he got to meet all the tennis players. He said Mark Philippoussis was easily the most high maintenance tennis player that mm -hmm. he did. He would um, have him restringing all his rackets to like the inf 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 inch, 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 inch. <laughs> 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 we go. We take it up as a spot. Yeah. Um, and he, he would be up till three in the morning doing Philippoussis mm. rackets. Um, but he said one time he had a um, interaction with Pat Cash here in Adelaide. Um, in those days, the best spot to try and watch the game was to stand in the door. And Pat Cash went up to him and said, look, Mike, when I'm serving, all I can see is your bald head. Can you please move? <laughs> so um, that was, uh, but check out the story. It's a, it's a bloody um, That'd nice be great story on it, actually. Uh, so welcome to Mike. And Imagine thank, flying all around us. the world. Doing Absolutely. Now, back in our sports store, Sports store. That's what it made me think of funky at uh, Robertson Jarman. Absolutely. It took me about three hours to string a racket, <laughs> probably more. So on my wage of about four dollars an hour, mm. uh, probably wasn't a great return on investment for the old Robertson Jarman sports store. But these guys, you know, when you see the professionals take the rackets out their back like that, and they they've um, put them through pretty well, quick. When I think so. of restringing rackets, I also think of the time that um, Kurt Roberts, who worked at Robertson Jarman with us. He once promised a customer that he would knock him their cricket bat for him. <laughs> he just started out and they said, uh, buy that, yep, I'll sell it to you. Yeah. Can you knock it in? Sure, we'll do that. So he had to stand there by the shoes going... <laughs> for like two days knocking this bat in and oh, uh, clearly yeah. you don't do that. No, so, uh, that's amazing. Good story. Um, um, great effort for that guy to get his bat knocked in for him. It <laughs> saved him hours. That's brilliant. So we might have to remind Robert of that one next time we see him. I'm seeing him this weekend, actually. Oh, I think it would be an interesting thing. What are the things <laughs> that you've promised a customer <laughs> that you've regretted doing? Oh, I'm sure you would have done something. Oh, I I tell grandmas when I'm uh, doing their air conditioning that I'll come back every six months and change the return air for you. <laughs> I forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and they're not on social media, so they can't yeah, criticise you. Yeah. We ran a poll on Funky Bear's face yesterday. Um, Twitter was down, boys. I'm not sure you've seen that. You can only send one line on Twitter. It was hardly updating. So we put out a poll. What is working better right now? Twitter, in brackets, it's a shambles, or Crow's list of management. We got back 37 votes. 75% said Twitter's working better right now. So clearly a lot of angst in the room about yep. the Crow's and their list management. Um, now the Crow's are having their best and fairest tonight, boys. How tough would that opening speech be? It would be tough, yeah. That would be... Very difficult. I, I put a barb out on Twitter this week saying that the best and fairest has been downgraded to a pie and passing. I uh, bring your own trackies and uh, 10 bucks as well to pay for you, pay your way. It's never as bad, boys, as it seems, but right now it seems pretty bad. Pretty yeah, bad. pretty bad. J Joshy Jenkins opened the night with a few laughs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could get, with alcohol involved, it could get, uh, it could be a new story. Mm -hmm. and there'll be reporters just hanging around waiting for something to erupt. Absolutely. Credit for Don Pipe for going. Yeah. But very interesting. That would be a tough, tough opening. Uh, boys, the grand final. The Can grand I just touch on this, right? Yeah. Back on the Crows. Who They're talking about Adam Kingsley. They're talking about... Um, Gary Hocking was tonight. Gary Hocking. Uh, they're talking about a lot of names. Left to centre. Uh, Scott Burns is in there as well. Uh, there's a lot of names that are getting 
put up, but none really stand out to say like each one of those. If you've got anything, wow, you mm. know, like I don't mm. know, it's it's kind of interesting to see. Do you reckon it just fills space? It has to. Well, we we know that half the media stuff that's made up is purely mm. a gamble or a guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that Hawking's been brought in tonight, there was another report that Crows are not even halfway through their candidate interviews. So mm. how do you know? Rowie said last week that they interviewed 20 people in Melbourne. How do you know that's true? Maybe this time next week might know more, but yeah. yeah. Boys, the grand final, it's the culmination of the year. Cause the crap, we call it the uh, Christmas for adults. It Tell you did, what, I had a great day at Bazzard's. End up that way. Oh, funky, it wasn't wasn't there, wasn't no, it? Was, no, I, was, no, I had a great day with uh, mum and dad. You boys weren't there, were you? So, um, <laughs> I had like 25 people at my house and kids were there. and Yeah, it was, it was a great, great day. day. Great day. Uh, the game started with great build-up. Mm. Great build-up. A team that has never been there before. And Baz has been very critical of the following of uh, the Giants. But what a great opportunity for them. They... The big, big sound was just going crazy, wasn't it? it? Was, what a great their start. membership in that week because it would have gone nuts because it just captivated the whole of Australia just about. Like, the marketing like, department would like, have been right. My, my girls, who could not care less about the Giants or don't even know who the Giants are, they were loving the song. That just shows I think, you. I think even yeah. Sydney people would know who the GWS yeah. are right now. And I think the, other yeah. thing, the remarkable thing with that is the Richmond song is... Such a good song, yeah, and the fact that that got yeah. overshadowed, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a great start. Um, but as you raised an interesting call during the week, is the grand final interesting for um, us watching the loser and um, how that they act after the game and their, mm. you know, the losing performance, or is it as fascinating with the winning performance? Well, I, I've had this theory because in the last three or four years, especially with the Crows, but also with Collingwood last year. It was a massive story when Collingwood lost. How was Buckley, how he reacted, how were the players, how they reacted. Walker, Pike. But then before that, Walker with his speech and then how how the Crows went about it. And how does a losing team react? And I think that the the, the public is fascinated to see how much (laughs) they, how they react and how they deal with that adversity. Mm. But this year, it wasn't really about that because as soon as the first quarter was over, everyone went outside and did whatever they wanted to do and played cricket with the kids well, or whatever. second quarter, Richmond just took control, didn't they? They and took control, but GWS no one... Went in the GWS had not really been spoken about at all. I thought, oh, good effort to get there. End of story, Richmond are great. Do you think Phil Davis was let off lightly? Uh, fitness test an hour and a half before the game, out on the ground. He put his hand up and said, I'll play. Clearly wasn't right. If that was Taylor Walker, oh, would you have yeah, seen could... a different... Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And that probably shows the difference between... Sydney media and that sort of hometown as opposed to Adelaide two-team town or all the scrutiny we get here. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely let off lightly. It's, um, I think, like, from a journalist, like, if you were to write an article about the game, so who is the most high-profile, high-performer? So you look at the Norm Smith medalist, Dusty yeah. Martin. Yeah. And then if you write another article about the highest-profile underperformer, say Phil Davis, who, what are you going to read more? Well, have people been talking more about Dusty Martin this week or have they been talking more about... Oh, I think definitely Dusty Martin. I, I think yeah, that's, that's why I reckon your point is, Baz, yeah. is that this year was different it's to the different last couple because of years. No, yeah. Everyone's thought, good on you for getting there. You, you weren't up to it. Well, let's move on. Mm. Yeah. Whereas the Crows are the hot favourites. They're doing the power stance. We smashed Geelong. You know, it was, yeah, it was a lot of news about it and then everyone got let down, I think. And then so they attacked them. Yeah. But you know what one of the biggest disappointments of the day was, boys? Is that I put eight dollars, uh, sorry, twenty dollars on Dusty Martin eight to one, four or five weeks ago, for the Norm Smith. 
So he's playing well. And then I got distracted. And then a few of the boys started saying, geez, Marlon Pickett's going well. <laughs> oh, he's got it again, he's got it again. And I saw my bet just going down. So I thought I'd cash out. So I cashed out. And then, and he, then, he, then he kicked three or yeah, something he, after yeah, that. He, yeah, and then he, so he yeah. cashed out. Should never cash out, boys. Lucky he didn't have that $50,000 bet that oh, Jordan Robinson Oh, Jordan Robinson terrible at that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, boys, it's come time. We've been talk- we were going to announce the team of the year last week. It has yep. come time, oh. and this is our second team of the year. So settle in. There's some nervous uh, brothers and sisters. Absolutely, they're right. Very, very nervous. So... Um, and I realised last time I did it from the Victorian uh, style where you start at the back line. So, I'm going to start at the back line. Um, as I said before, okay. five dual Team of the Year representatives, 17 brand new, new captain, new vice captain from the back line. Mm-hmm. The back line's got a bit of a theme. I've chosen the local hard nuts. Back pocket. He's a dual representative. It's David Ems again. David Ems! is back in. Emsy is back. How does David Ems get in there? Emsy has been rife on Facebook yeah. with the funky basil he, face. He's prolific on so Facebook. So he comments yeah. a lot. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of likes. So, okay. And he's um, a good defender. Uh, now, I'll tell you, you what. can't knock him with that. A week ago, MZ was not in this team. Yeah. And I have done some research, and he has been on Facebook and a lot of feedback. So, well done, MZ. MZ is the first Jewel. one in. First jewel. And um, he's dual. He'd added a lot to the team, MZ. Full back, Simon Bentley. He has been all over us with the so uh, Crows and Carlton swap, a massive cro- uh, Carlton man. Um, so, And he has been a lot of banter with us around the, uh, picks. the pick. So, yeah. yeah. The other back pocket. It's Face. <laughs> face. Now, Face, he has turned up. He has had every episode. You've buggered off to Bali. I've buggered off overseas. I've been away for work. This idiot who would only pay $150 for someone's <laughs> wedding is the back pocket for the team of the year. Every Jeez. episode, and he has run social media. You deserve it, Face. So, have a look at this uh Full back line. You put him in there. That is that is a shocking. The the local hard now. You've can't got him not on the bench. You got someone from Gumraka, someone from Lobethal, and someone from Williamstown. There we go. And we're about the local loyal. Actually, actually, he's given us a fair bit of contact with his crying at that grand final. That's right. <laughs> so let's put him in there now. The half back line. When you're looking for a half a team in the half back line, you want the half backs to be high high profile. Yeah. Think of West Coast back in the day of. Um, Jakovic and Warswold and uh, who's the Crows coach? <laughs> Tom Pike. Right. Half back, Jess Adamson. Oh. So she has organised Rusty Ump. Yeah. She's also liked us a lot on Twitter. And she is, some people will be surprised by Jess Adamson's, um, but I'm going for a high profile half back flanker. And She's I'm added. Not sure about the run though from the half. No, line. that's okay. But she will. She's she's a lockdown defender. Will she, will she, will she run through those forwards coming through? I'm not sure. Um, she put a head on bringing in ups chumps has added a lot that, to Funky Basil Face, and agree. that wouldn't happen without Jess Adamson. So well done to Jess. That's her first representative. Centre half back. Touch of the fumbles in daily. Tom Richardson, oh, uh, nice. also a guest on Funky Baz and Face. His memes have been fantastic. His yeah. gifts are great. And he also 
used um, one of his articles was uh, Face and I at the football very bored <laughs> watching another game. He wrote about it. So yeah. Tom Richardson, well, well done, done centre half back. Is that a good year, Tom? The other half back flank, Will Goodings, five double A, Channel Ten newsreader. What I love. He's going for all the high profile. I tell you what. Do you know what? Do you know what I loved? He brought up. Funky and Baz said. <laughs> so uh, while Melbourne, faces, yeah, well I'm tr- I'm carrying you. So all year, he eh? mentioned Funky and Baz on air, and he um he admitted face. So I thought that was that was great. That was actually the Melbourne Adelaide game up in the NT, and he bloody didn't mention me. I was shattered, but anyway. Now the centre line. Now the centre line. You yeah. want class here. Now yeah. this is one of the best assembled centre lines ever. On a wing, you want speed. You want cunning. You want guile. Hot Chevy, the people's dog, <laughs> on be. the wing. Has Hot to Chevy, be. yeah, has to be on the in wing. the guts. Um, co-host, on you, what's Hot Chevy doing now though? Uh, resting up, on the wing for Funky Baz and Face. Been sore foot for a long time, mate. Tell you what, dog meat's not far away. <laughs> in the middle, uh, there's only one person in the middle. Ross White, also vice oh. captain. Co-host, what a, guest, what a man. I tell you, merchandise. I, you know what? I'm still thinking about that conversation today that we had with him, what, two months ago. That was just... So, in your team, brain, that, you that want combo. quality in the middle, you don't you? our conversations, mate. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> Wait, you want quality in the middle. Ross Waits in the middle, he's and quality. he's the vice captain. He's yeah. leader as well. Yeah. yeah. On the other uh, part of the wing, Ash Barty. Ash Barty oh, is on the wing. Oh, 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 oh. Ash Barty you've is lost, on the wing. Nah, you've lost the plot. Uh, that is a th- That centre Baz, line. That's external review, and we're getting rid of Funky. Oh. Ash Barty, she has provided a lot into Funky Baz's <laughs> face, and oh. she is put Adelaide on the map as we speak. That a press a, conference from the Premier, Ash Barty, and I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm taking my daughter. I'm going to see Ash Barty. I'm going to see Simona Halep. I'm going to see yeah. um, Alex Adelaide. the Demon. Right. When you go see Ash Barty, make sure you take a card of what she looks like because you might not know. Uh, it's, I'm very <laughs> excited. That That is, um, tennis has been a bit of a joke in Adelaide. That is a great opportunity. She's put Adelaide on the map. Uh, she's mentioned our topics. Well done, Ash Barty. She I'm, makes. I'm watching uh, that stadium being built at the moment with the roof and everything. So it looks very, very good there next to Adelaide Oval. Our half forward Don't line. Mm. You want value in your half forwards. Real good value. Scott Doreen. Oh. Yeah. Co-host. When I yeah. buggered off uh, overseas, yep. did a great job. Very funny. He's funny than uh, you premiership, guys. Premiership uh, uh, director and coach. Dr- I think he's director of coaching. Uh, director of footy, wasn't he? He's something. Yep. Centre half forward. Speaking of value, Jordan Robertson has been brilliant value. <laughs> he's the man who put his money on Jeremy yeah. Cameron and Lockie yeah. Neal, and he rode it all year. Yeah, Great value. Crazy. A lot more um, gutsy than me. And he's none. actually given everyone more value than what he's provided for himself. I agree. Yeah. So, Jordan Robertson, you're a lock. He's did, selfless. Did, did I tell you about... So, he actually... Did I say that he's getting married? Did I tell you guys that? Mm. So, he was getting married in a couple of weeks. You can imagine the pressure that his oh, fiance is putting on him. He's like, cash out, cash out, cash out. And she's like, no, ride it all the way, love. That's You know you're onto a lock when she does something like that. On the other flank, when you're talking about value, we've got the Ghetto Blaster. Oh, first the time. The ghetto, ghetto Blaster. He the was an apology blaster. last year. Tim Geddes. Uh, long-time listener, uh, very interactive, good uh, speaks well to... Well Tim. So, good work, the Ghetto Blaster. In your full forward line, you want results. Mm-hmm. Vardy Magic. Vardy Magic, forward pocket, yeah, big, big on Twitter, fans, very good. He changes his profile as a massive Nord man, massive Crows man. So Vardy Magic, well done yeah. to him. 
full forward. Does he know that uh, if he's listening to this, that I used to play with Vardy back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Peter Vardy. Peter Vardy. Yeah. Actual Peter Vardy. Full forward. You, you know that Rowie spoke about Vardy magic on radio and he goes, yeah, it's the real Peter Vardy, Bix. It's the real Peter Vardy. <laughs> and it's like, no, mate, it's not. <laughs> um, full forward's another dual representative for yes. the Funky Baz and Face. Uh, we're going to bring him to a full forward. Just like Roy Laird did to win the try and win the Jack Odie. Daniel Healy is oh, our full forward. Oh, well, nice. yeah, well done. Good yeah. spot there. He's coming good. late. He's coming late. He's done well. Cash, in cash in the in pocket. Hills. You know, Hills is a two timer. He went. He's gone back to back. He's gone. Oh, that's what I said. Dual MVP. Yep. Uh, in the forward pocket, we got this forward line. We've got another um, dual. Is Donkey Magoo. Oh, Donkey like Magoo, great name, <laughs> great value on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Crow's cast in his podcast. So the Donkey Magoo, he gets all over. Great research. So right. if you want to actually be in the team of the year next year, it's interaction. We are looking for interaction. Our first ruck, uh, we've got Toei, Anthony Alessiani, powerful nice. poor premiership co-host, player. tall man as well. He also played in a premiership. So this is a good team. Uh, ruck Rover, probably a bit lucky, but another jewel, Josh Bray. Very lucky, although he did compliment us. He's so he listens all so he's, he he's a, a very good listener, and he also comments a lot on Facebook. So Facebook is uh, he does yeah. provide yeah, some go yep. there. Now our, our, our rover, oh, it has to be, has to be our rover is our captain. It's oh. Jimmy Norris. Yeah! Oh, Jimmy <laughs> Norris is in. He's our captain. Was his performance in the? Uh, over 35s yeah. no uh, so that was part so Lena he's medalist. a leaner medalist but his feedback on Twitter is, he's phenomenal he's yeah. borderline stalking <laughs> 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 so um, he's a captain he deserves it oh, yeah. he's injured her. it was touch and go because he's injured I thought do I need a fit team um, he could have been out yeah but um, interchange. If, if, if Hot Chevy's on with a sore foot, then uh, the owner, Jimmy Norris, can be in play. Uh, interchange. I've got uh, Stephen Crow as mm. interchange. He's Crowey. been good on um, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Another interchange, you could say a little bit lucky, but another jewel is uh, Pistol Pete Norris. No, so he, he's been around the place. He's not as uh, active as his brother, but we've got a little brother combo that going well now, there, so that's did, all right. Have we told the story about what happened with the brothers? At Pistols 40th. So they've had a great night, the boys. Yeah. Their family, friends, all surrounds. They start a wrestling match. Pistol against Jimmy, against our captain. Pistol, he, he swifts, he, he pivots, he falls over, breaks Jimmy's ankle, <laughs> lands on him, falls the wrong way, and Jimmy's in plaster. So uh, yes. good on your Pistol. We haven't done that, boys, have we, to each other? No. We haven't. No. Um, well, on the bench, we've got Glenn Cheeks Birchnell. Now, you don't know who Glenn Cheeks Birchnell is, but yep. Cheeks, uh, he's the man that gave me my ticket to Lords to see Australia play England, oh, and he fair. also gave us some feedback on uh, Facebook, Facebook as well. A lot of feedback in terms of the Ashes. So when Welcome. you give someone entry to Lords, you get <laughs> a spot on Funky Baz and yes, Face. So Cheeks that. is in. Uh, the last spot on the bench is David Wellsby. I tell you what, I've got something to say about you go, so, you go, David. so David Wellsby is our 100th follower. Yes. Yeah. Was promised a T-shirt, was given absolutely <laughs> bugger all. So to make up for the T-shirt that no one provided him, he's got a spot on the bench. We've Brilliant. got one more spot. Yeah. Got one more spot. More this year's uh, umpire oh. is a co-host, great on Twitter, 
It's Ump's Chumps. It's oh. Ump's Chumps, although I'm falling out of love a bit with Ump's Chumps because he doesn't like chicken pies. <laughs> yeah. But he's been brilliant. So let's review this. So our back-to-back you've got is... To, you've got to give more for Ump's Chumps because he's been brilliant. No, he's, well, he's the, the umpire. umpire. He's the umpire. He's, he's the you know, man. You've got to give him more but, outs on. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's come and sat with us here. Yeah. He was brilliant with that. Gave us some great insight. Yeah. But then he's been prolific on Twitter. He is the, the man's man... Great value, Ump Chump. So I think he should have been our captain. Although he's umpire, I think captain. And I was thinking about putting him on the field because he has been so good, but he actually said when he caught up with us he was a useless footballer. (laughs) (laughs) We can't have that in our team. You want more interaction with females and it's all equal opportunity these days. Yes. Where's my Joey Zerk? No, she gave us nothing. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, she, she was... Really yeah, she talked kidding. about your after show. Tell you what, tell you what it's a lot better than uh, Ash Barty. <laughs> uh, so that was... Unlucky we did edition. We did have Unlucky Joey Zerk in some of our content, but we did speak more about Ash Barty, and Ash Barty has prioritised Adelaide he, amongst all the other He's a bit devastated about a former flame there. Um, <laughs> the back-to-backs, David Ems, Daniel Healy, Donkey Magoo, Josh Bray, and Pistol Pete Norris, so well done to them. Well done, the boss. unluckies. Uh, the definitely not Kane Corns. Baron Von Crow. Vincent Kane, Sam oh, Tuggle. He was good, Vincent Kane, actually. Yeah, so I tell you, I spent a lot of time. What, but you thought you put Ash Barty. <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of time. She's the best in the world and she's prioritising Adelaide. <laughs> Vincent Kane was very, very unlucky. He's yeah. given us a lot of love. Uh, Sam Tugwell has been a late emergence. David Lloyd, uh, as well, late emergence. Yeah, uh, Matt Laurie. Yep. Tex Texan has been a bit of us on Facebook, but probably not enough on Twitter, and I don't actually think he's um, Can he actually, uh, actually ever heard us. Uh, <laughs> Lance Kent, but you gave him a bit of love. He's um, been very good this year. Jock Cameron's unlucky. He's very Jock, unlucky. Jock yeah. Cameron is unlucky. <laughs> he's, un- he's unlucky. Well, I'll give him what, that. You know what? He I, just has to raise his game yeah. next year. I think, I think he's desperately unlucky. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, Nathan <laughs> no, Watson, 21 years and counting. Uh, and Radelaide Rob, he missed out last year too, or he might have got on the bench last year, I, I think. But... A bit like Sam Jacobs, you know, he missed out on those few years and then he's gone. <laughs> Boys, well done, mate. Great, well done, mate. You're always going to have controversy with your yeah. team of the year. You went a little bit too high profile for my liking. Just mm-hmm. for the half back line? Yeah, just yeah, a little bit too high profile, but overall, pretty good. And well if Jess is listening, she's probably lucky. She's very lucky. <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> Well done, Funky. That takes a bit of time to go through that. It did. But I'm sure our captain, Jimmy Norris, and vice-captain, Ross Waite, would be absolutely thrilled with their appointment tonight. It's a very prestigious honour. Boys, would you... Who do you think, right? Not would you rather. Who do you think is going to win a flag out of the Redbacks, the Crows, or the Power? Oh, that's a great would you rather or... Whatever it is. Preferred option. Who, who would you... If you had to put your life on, on one of those, who would you put it on? The Redbacks, the Crows, oh, or the Power to win the next gee, flag? I tell you what, what's um, going on You know sport? what? It would have to be the Power. It would have to be. Yeah, I'll go I've watched the, I watched one game of the Redbacks and thought, Siddons is gone. Then I watched the next game and they look like superstars. Well, so the, power, the Power's in trouble too. What, no, did they, no. what did David King say tonight? He said that that's where... Elephants go to die. Is, is the Power <laughs> recruiting policy. That's a, that's a harsh call. Yeah, a ma- no, I'm going for Port. Really? Yep. Yeah. I actually think the way the Crows are going about it now, I know it's horrific, but Oof. clean everything out. As, as I say in my theory, boys, if you can lose with them, you can lose without, without them. them. Yep. And let's just get the young kids in there. I think the Crows in 2032 will be the powerhouse. I'll tell you what, you've 
definitely matured, Baz. Because anyway. in your earlier years, you'd be uh, I, I, screaming I don't hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be screaming right now about what's happened down at Adelaide, but you've just very, stayed very calm, very level-headed. That, it actually soothes me saying that thing that we we, we don't win with them. So what what, what does it matter? Mm. Who plays in there? We can lose both ways. Uh, losing with them, if you've got a team that gives you, I, I think footy clubs you either need to sell wins or hope. Yes. If you don't sell wins and if you don't sell hope. I like that. I like that theory. So, but what if you have some wins with no hope? And I think... That's what, so that, that was a crow. So yeah. wins, like, ultimately, you know, you're getting towards top eight, top four. Mm. You haven't got either very hard for membership and very hard for belief. So Carlton, everyone hope. just everyone just gave them space at the end because they were selling hope. Mm. And, um, you know, you could say that almost for probably... St Kilda, a bit of, you know, with Brett Ratton coming in and yeah. a bit of hope. North but, Melbourne. but some of those, you know, like Gold Coast, no wins, no hope. So no. What, what he got? Very from assistance, really. Mm. That's right. What do you got, Face? You got a... Uh... Would you rather? Mm. Um, okay. Uh, who drops out of the eight next year or who comes into the eight next year? So the finishing position... Can I just give some background? The previous yeah. year, three... Teams dropped out of the eight between 18 and 19. So let's go Geelong, Brisbane, Richmond, Collingwood, top four, West Coast, Giants, Western Bulldogs, Essendon, five, six, seven, eight. Do you think Essendon's the easy cue out of that? Well, I, I think two are going to come in, which you boys might laugh at, but I think St Kilda and Carlton are the most likely out of those teams, which is kind of bizarre. But I think St Kilda will stock up nicely. I think they're going pretty hard in the trade. And Carlton have to do something soon. I think like with Cripps and all the young guys that are coming through, I think next year is their big chance. What about Melbourne? Where do they sit? No, yeah, I, I'll tell you what, if Melbourne yeah. have another poor year, Goodwin's in massive trouble. Mm, yeah. Crows clearly don't do two years out of the finals without calling their coach. So what does that mean for Goodwin next year if they're in trouble? But in case the crows are, you know, you look at that. You look at that top eight. I just can't think, really see who's going to come in. No, I agree. What do you think, Bunky? Well, you would have said exactly the same thing. Like, who would have predicted Melbourne to finish second bottom or Brisbane right. to finish second? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. it's just it all starts all over again, and then mm. when people say oh, you've got a hard draw, you've got an easy draw, it's always based on the year before. Yeah. And can we not do a um, this is the final eight at the end of the year like we did this year? Because that just no, I think it was oh, that just changed right. changed dramatically. Mm. Uh, that's my would you rather fun. I've got nothing because I spent far too much time on my uh, team of the year. You got some fresh finds. I do have some fresh finds. Grand final fresh finds, boys. Um, the first one is. Uh, it was two weeks ago. Colac Football Club versus St Mary's. Just want to describe what's happening. So it's deep in the last quarter at uh, Old Cadinia Park there. St Mary's are down by four points and Colac are kicking out from fullback after a behind. So the ball was kicked out to just beyond the 50 mark. And let's just hear what happens next as Nick Connors from St Mary's gets the footy. <laughs> so, so there we go. Nick Connors 
bangs a goal from outside 50. It was St. Mary's. They were four points down. He put them two points up. It was their fourth attempt at a grand final in succession. Uh, finally won their first. Wow. They won by two points with two seconds left in the game. <laughs> Incredible. The fact that he, he didn't pass off, he didn't yeah. look, he didn't double think, he didn't, you know, he just reacted straight away. He was actually named on the extended interchange bench in the side that was selected on the night before the grand final. Wow. Oh, so he wasn't even in the starting yeah. 18. So, it's uh, like the Don really, Sheep story, isn't it? Like without the gaff suspension, he probably wouldn't have even played. That's right. I'll tell you what. That commentator, <laughs> he might get a, <clears throat> a few more gigs, I reckon. Mm. Funky, we thought you were good, but he was very good. Um, want to talk about, obviously, what happened in Div 1 uh, for uh, the um, amateurs this year um, in SA. Obviously, absolutely um, great that Payne and Nord Union won its first Div 1 flag, beating Prince Alfred Old Collegians by four points. So Payne got up high really early, got a great lead. Um, <clears throat> and Prince Alpha came back really, really hard. Um, they won, so congratulations, obviously, to um, our co-host, Scotty Sponge Durang. He was fantastic this year with us, Baz, wasn't he? He Brilliant. was. Um, their captain, Johnny Gianni, and uh, obviously, Macca, Gary McIntosh. So, Still doing it. A uh, lot, um, lot of tears in that game, and, and good on them for um, what's happening there. Uh, next one is Adam Trelaw, boys. This is my fresh find, so... Here's the scenario for Adam Trelaw. He leaves GWS, bypasses Richmond for Collingwood because they had the better list. Yes. He misses a premiership at Richmond in 2017, loses one in the dying minutes at Collingwood, and now his old team, GWS, were in the grand final against Richmond after beating Collingwood in the prelim final. As a, a, a listener to ours, Matty Cope says, never change your lotto numbers, and that's <laughs> Very good. Uh, my last fresh find for the year, it actually is a quote from Peggy O'Neill. Now, Peggy is the, uh, she's, I think the CEO, the president. The president. President at Richmond Football Club. They talked about what happened prior to 2017 and, and the review that they had. She said, neither myself, the board, or our CEO will shy away from making tough calls. Change is required and changes will be made. Instability and change equals chaos. Instability and change equals chaos. I refuse to let that happen to my club. And now, isn't that just just unbelievable? Right now, you look at that and you think that is exactly how you would depict Adelaide Football Club right now. Hmm. Instability and change. So, uh, well done to Richmond uh, for making the change they did in the hard calls, but uh, Adelaide Footy Club's got a lot of work ahead of them. Can I give you something that complements that theory <coughs> about instability and change? So, yeah. Um, there's a book called Football Statistics or something like that. Is that the one you wrote with the truck and uh, no, it wasn't, man? A, it wasn't actually. <laughs> um, but what it talked about was uh, the winning ratio of teams based on how many games the, pl- the core players have played together. Yeah. So out of the 22, if you, if you bring in say 10 new players. There's only about 10 players that have actually played a number of games together. But if you have a, a, a group core, of players yeah. that play year and year and year, obviously they need to be performing quite well. But they had, for those players, the number of players that played together over a long period of time and joined that unity and togetherness and consistency over a period of time <laughs> equaled success. So when you try and bring in new players, it actually didn't didn't work. So he's actually... he's 
research for yeah. over 50 years. Yeah, right. Okay. So it's an interesting theory that mm. one. That's fresh wines for the year, fun. So, so, did you see that one? The other one was <clears> that Adelaide have got 14 players left from uh, 2012. 2012. Yeah. And that is by far... <clears throat> Uh, above every other team, I think Brisbane had two, or like every other team has turned their list over mm. apart from Adelaide, which you can give them a little bit of a, uh, a thumbs up. And the fact that we were challenging in you know 17, yeah. but 16, 17, yeah, thought yeah. they'd go better in yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah. Interesting <clears throat> to see over the three years of Richmond's dominance how much they they've turned it over. But mm. uh, boys, it has been right. an absolute treat for season two. Uh, I think we're going to organise to do a bit of planning in between season three, but season three... A bit of a different structure in season three, Funk, we're thinking. We're thinking of... Are you listing me, boys? Welcome to Funky and Face. <laughs> you know how we said about how you need to be together for a period of time? <laughs> Changing that theory. Uh, so we're going to have a, a break over off-season. Anything that you boys uh, I won't be training for a marathon, unlike you two, boys. Marathon next year for me in the Funk, which is going to be... Oh, it's going to be brilliant to be training for that. And uh, other than that, just uh, cricket boys, which is going to be great. The Adelaide Test match, got the Bray boys coming over. Faces coming on board that. It's going to be a brilliant few days. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to summer and pool and, and, uh, and the beach. So just quietly, going to day one and two with Baz and the boys at the cricket. Day three, <laughs> my son's fifth birthday party. You don't so. normally, la- you normally last to lunchtime. Yeah, I'll, I'll, do, a, I'll do a ghosty and uh, say Yeah, says later. the man on yeah. gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> um, boys, well done. Done a great effort. Thanks for the lads. Let's uh, see you all season three. Next year. 2020. Thanks, Mark. See you guys. Hopefully the crows have got a coach.